Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's going on? Welcome to today's program. We're going to talk about exercise today and how, as business leaders, we can be in optimal health, excellent shape. And on a previous episode, we talked about nutrition with my friend, Dr. Frank Holloman. And that's only a part of the equation. We talked about how abs are made in the kitchen and uh, nutritional uh, advice on how to get rid of our belly fat, get in good shape. Today, we're going to talk about the exercise component of it. And if this is your first time ever listening to Green Industry Podcast, this isn't a fitness podcast or a health podcast. It, it, it's a show to help you take your lawn care and landscaping business to the next level. But in order to reach your full potential as a business owner, being an excellent, prosperous health is part of that equation. So uh, to bring on an expert, uh, we have a returning guest today, to talk about this topic of exercise. Dr. Frank Holman, welcome back to the show. Hey, Paul, good to be back. Let's get your microphone a little closer to your mouth here. Okay. There you go. Now now that will work. So Dr. Frank, uh, in the most abbreviated form before we start talking to exercise, abbreviated, emphasized, um, do a recap of what you talked about a couple episodes ago where we talked about nutrition. Okay, we talked about how to lose weight, get rid of the fat around your belly. You got to burn the fat off and you burn the fat in the cells of your body through uh, what's called cellular respiration, which just means the air that you breathe, you take the oxygen in, it combines with the breakdown of your food and uh, turns it into carbon dioxide and water, which comes out your breath. And you had to deplete your glucose storage, which is called glycogen, before you could start, start taking fat out of your fat storage. And then you burn it in your cells and it comes out your exhale on your breath. And that was kind of a multi-step process. And it all had to do with how you eat. Not only by eating less than what you need so that you will start burning your fuel that you have in storage, which is your glucose in storage. And then you finally you deplete that and you start working on the fat in storage. And that's when you start losing the fat. That's all about how you eat, not only by eating less, but also what you eat by not eating the things that cause fat storage, which was low carbohydrate. That's how you want to eat and avoid uh, inflammation uh, by eating non-inflammatory foods. And we talked about that. Well, that's only half the equation mm -hmm. about how you eat. And that, that was a pretty big discussion because there's a lot to it. And we covered that last time. The other part of the equation is exercise and exercise, you start burning your fuel that way too, because if you exert yourself physically, you need to produce more energy. The cells need more energy for you to go running or hiking or bicycling up a hill. That's more exertion, more physical effort, more expenditure of energy. And that energy comes from burning fuel, what you eat. So if you're eating the right things, that's a great step in the right direction to burn fat. But if you're exerting yourself, you can burn fat 
at a faster rate. But there's a little bit of things you need to know about exercising properly so that you optimize your fat burning. And there, a lot of the key elements are counterintuitive. That means it's kind of the opposite of the way you would think about it. Mm -hmm. Typically, if you talk to a regular gym trainer, he'll tell you something like this. Well, you're not going to burn any fat and lose any weight unless you get on that treadmill and work so hard that you sweat like a pig for at least an hour. And if you don't put up that kind of effort and really exhaust yourself doing that, you're probably not going to lose much weight. Well, you'll lose some weight like that, but it's not optimal at all. What the gym trainer typically does not know is that metabolically, the way that you burn energy at the cellular level, burn your fat to get rid of it, is very different than that. The optimal exertion rate for burning fat is an exercise that's way less physical exertion than exhausting yourself on a treadmill and sweating like a pig for an hour. It's actually an exertion rate that is what's termed scientifically as your maximum fat oxidation rate, which is about an exertion level at a fast walking pace not at a running pace where you're huffing and puffing and sweating profusely, but a fast walking pace, not a super fast walking, but not a casual walking pace either. Somewhere where it's exerting yourself a little bit more than a casual walking, where you're walking with purpose and you're constantly walking um, with purpose and a little bit faster than normal. That is approximate. Now that maximum fat oxidation rate is a little different for everybody. And I measure that in my lab, but um, that's approximately where it is. That's very different. That's very different than what the gym trainer says, where you got to really exert yourself on the treadmill for an hour. We're talking about just going on a 30 minute walk in your neighborhood. That is probably the best way to burn fat. Is and that's so much easier to do than running on a treadmill for an hour. That's good. So my fitness goal here on um, this summer, yeah, is to get rid of we 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 talked about this storage, my yeah. fat, my belly fat. Right. So I want to get rid of this belly fat because underneath this belly fat, I can jingle. I can have. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a bowl of jelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Underneath there, I, I do have abs. Yeah, you got abs. You just can't see it. So so, so walking 30 minutes a day, you, you give me, customize me, Dr. Frank, because we, we covered what I'm eating for breakfast and what I'm eating for lunch and dinner. And I, I have a, a nutritional plan that I'm, I'm sticking to. Yeah. Now give me an exercise plan to go with it. For me personally, with my goal of getting rid of this belly fat and, and getting my abs making an appearance okay. this summer. So in addition to eating low carbohydrate, where you cut out all the grains... And um, you cut out all your uh, processed foods. That's foods in a processed, and it comes in a box or a bag. You're eating real food, just real meats and animal protein and real vegetables. That's the only carbs you're getting. And then you're getting most of your energy from high energy foods that have high fat, healthy fats, not unhealthy fats. Then you need to exercise so that you burn that fat uh, more efficiently. And as you start to build your muscles too, um, that's aerobic exercising, the fast walking. Then you can, another way to burn the fat is to build your muscles up, mm -hmm. 
And that's done exactly the way the gym trainer says to do that. And that's where you use weights in resistance training. And you just lift weights in different muscle groups with different weights mm-hmm. uh, till muscle failure. Mm-hmm. And you're using approximately the right amount of weight if you can do up to around six reps with that weight, with that muscle group. And, and then the seventh one, you can't do it. It's too hard. You, you, you've come to muscle failure, meaning I just can't do a seventh one or an eighth one. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you're using about the right amount of weight. And then over time, that becomes easy and you could do like 10 of them. So you need to increase the weight again mm-hmm. till you get to maybe muscle failure around six again. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how you keep growing the muscle mass. Well, that muscle mass is what burns uh, the fuel too. Mm-hmm. And it does that mainly when you're sleeping, when you're rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you're burning fat when you're doing aerobic exercising where you're moving, but you're also burning fat while you're resting and re- re- rebuilding your muscles while you're sleeping because you worked out. Mm-hmm. And you do that exactly the way the gym trainer says. And the more muscle you have, the higher metabolism you have, which means the faster rate your body just naturally because of all your muscle mass just burns the energy, a uh, uh, fuel for energy mm-hmm. is what I meant to say. And that's, that's what, that's the other way. So you want to do both kinds of exercising. You want to do the aerobic exercise, exercising, uh, which is uh, fast walking. And that's where you're burning fat at the fastest rate aerobically. And then you want to build your muscle mass so that you continue to burn fat even when you're not exercising because of the muscle mass that's there. Now at the gym, they have a machine called the elliptical. Yeah. Do you know what that one is? I do. So today I was on it. I, I tried to get on it for 30 minutes. Okay. Cause, I, Cause that's what the coach at the gym said, do this for 30 minutes. And I worked out in the afternoon. This is football players call this two a days. They, they train in the morning and the afternoon, right? Practice right, in the yeah. summer. So I went in the morning with the game plan of being on the elliptical for 30 minutes, there's a button on the elliptical that says variety. So it has different like resistances and hills and all this stuff. It's got like a, a built-in program. So I was going to try to do that for 30 minutes, but I, I got to 19 minutes and I, I, uh, that's all, that's all I had. So I didn't finish, but, but I did 19 minutes. So I'm like, you know, I was huffing and puffing a little bit and it was, it was okay, pretty that, difficult. That was a way above huffing and puffing where you're, you're trying to talk to somebody and you're talking in staccato because you're trying to catch your breath. And so you can't talk like normal. You, you have pauses as you're catching your breath. That's when you're breathing really fast. Mm-hmm. That's, that's up around your anaerobic threshold. That's way above your maximum fat burning oxidation rate. The exertion level where you're burning the most fat is at an exertion level way lower than that where you're not huffing and puffing and okay. you, you could walk, you could walk for several hours at that rate and okay. never get tired. That's what we're talking about. Okay. So you're saying I'd get more bang for my buck to walk, uh, fast than, than the elliptical. Now, what I like about the brisk walk is I could do that outside or if, if I go to the beach, I could walk on the beach for 30 minutes or the gym. If it has an indoor track, no, this gym's, ghetto we, oh okay doesn't have that okay indoor track i think they i think i well anyway it's real relevant because our our worldwide audience not everyone has an indoor track but yeah but but what does that really mean uh walking at a at a fast walk that means 
one thing that it means is a certain heart rate that's not anywhere near the heart rate when you're huffing and puffing heart and trying to catch your breath and sweating. That's a much higher heart rate. Mm-hmm. And I measure that in my lab. Uh, I can determine somebody's anaerobic threshold where they're huffing and puffing. And that has to do with what fuel they're burning in their cell, whether it's carbohydrate versus fat. And I can also measure in the lab by analyzing the gases in the breath, uh, what your maximum fat oxidation rate is, which is where you're not huffing and puffing. You're exercising, but the heart rate's a lot lower. You can do that for a long, long time. You can do that by walking. You can do that on a treadmill indoors. You can do that on an elliptical. You could do it on a stationary bicycle indoors. It's just a lower heart rate that you sustain. Now, my heart rate, the elliptical told me what it was. It was about 101. I was hovering around 100 heart rate because I put your hand on the yeah. middle bar and it showed me my heart rate. When I checked, it was about 101. Yeah, and see, the thing is, Paul is that everybody's heart rate that correlates to maximum fat oxidation rate and then the one that's higher, which is your anaerobic threshold, that's different for everybody depending on how aerobically fit you are. And what does that mean? That means really how healthy your mitochondria in your cell, which are the energy factories in your cell, Mm -hmm. are efficient at burning fuel to create energy. In other words, aerobic fitness translates to mitochondrial function in the cell, which is how well your cell produces energy. And so, uh, you know, that's the kind of thing that I look at in my lab. Mm -hmm. And I can approximate different people's heart rate, even without testing them in the lab, um, using different formulas and things, but it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. For you, your maximum fat oxidation rate might be around 90 beats per minute, something like that. Mm-hmm. And somewhere around that ballpark, you know, I, I'd have to nail it down with formulas or testing you in your breath. The, for you, probably your anaerobic threshold where you're huffing and puffing and that's where you're burning all carbs and you can't burn fat anymore because that's the slower rate of energy production. Mm -hmm. And as you exert yourself more and more, your cells burn less and less fat and more and more carb because the chemical process to burn it, to turn it into energy is faster with carb than fat. So it's your anaerobic threshold. That's where you're burning to create energy in the cell, all hundred percent carb and no more fat because it's too, it's slower. That for you is probably around 130 to 140 beats per minute. Somewhere in that ballpark. I'm just guessing. It may be different from that. I'd have to test you, but I kind of know the averages and what's typical. That just gives you kind of a a rule of thumb. Are you in the market for a new high-performance mower? Look no further than the Kubota Z200. This mower combines quality, comfort, and ease of use all in one package. And now select models come with the new K-Ride comfort system for optimized comfort. Experience the elevated zero-turn performance with the three-point system and choose from cutting decks ranging from 42 to 54 inches. Plus, the Kubota Z200 comes with Kawasaki engines. Don't wait to experience the difference for yourself. Visit KubotaUSA.com for more information and to find your local Kubota dealer. 
Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS Track It is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS Track It take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS Track It, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. How does Echo make outdoor-grade outdoor power equipment? We start outside, in the heat, the cold, the rain. We give it hell, test it, best it, retest it. We make it tougher, more powerful, more reliable, more Echo. 200-plus tools forged by the elements. Built for pros, tough pros, outdoor-grade pros. We make it gas-powered, battery-powered, professionally powered. Then we get back outside. We get back to work. That's Echo, and that's outdoor-grade. Echo, power on. And on. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You wouldn't drive a car without suspension, so why would you mow without it? With racing-inspired, patented full suspension and integrated cutting decks, Ferris commercial mowers are engineered to deliver a quality cut faster, allowing professional landscapers to earn more profit and bragging rights. Ferris suspension is not just a feature or a marketing gimmick, it is a game changer that simply has to be experienced. True suspension changes everything. Visit ferrismowers.com today to find your nearest dealer. Ferris, experience suspension. Is your advice that I do a 30-minute brisk walk every day, or did I go on the elliptical and maybe just lower the settings a little bit? It doesn't matter. Just get to your target heart rate. And you, you want to do, if you're walking, what's really optimal is start out with one mile a day at a pace that's easy to do. It's not a casual walk. It's a little faster than that, but it's it's totally easy to do. Mm -hmm. And work your way up to about three miles a day, which takes about an hour to do about three miles at that pace. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a good rule of thumb. Okay. What would you say to someone who's listening that's like, and I I did this, Dr. Frank, I was in the field for 10 years where I was personally doing a mowage, trim, blow, lawn maintenance. That's physical. Yeah, which is physical, but- there are guys out there, my friend Ben Naiman, my friend Pookie. Um, my <laughs> Pookie. Well, I wonder real, how he got that name. His, his parents his, did not name him Pookie, did his, they? His, his real name is Lamont Hairston. He's, he's okay, from North that, Carolina. His, his nickname, real name's not Pookie. His, his nickname's Pook. But um, <laughs> anyway, there's, there's a handful of guys that say they want to go beyond just the natural workout that you get from doing a hedge trimmer all day or pushing a mower. And yeah. and I did that, Dr. Frank, for over 10 years. Personally, me, I've done thousands of lawn maintenances and it is a workout. So I understand that. But there's another layer with, with Lamont and Ben and guys who are going to the gym in addition to that. Um, what would your advice be to somebody who's, you know, wants to go a little bit above and beyond the natural workout of, of running a lawn 
mower all day? Well, what you want to do is make sure that on a regular basis, you're doing aerobic exercising where you're exercising at your anaer- above your anaerobic threshold for just a short amount of time. That's basically high intensity interval training. And you do that, the aerobic exercising is done very different if you want to be scientifically optimal, mm-hmm. different than the way the gym trainer says. He'll have you do high intensity interval training where you go from one machine to the next to the next to the next to the next, and you're really huffing and puffing the whole time. Mm-hmm. You only really need to get to that high intensity where you're huffing and puffing for 30 to 60 seconds. And that's optimal because if you sustain that longer, you're causing too much oxidative damage in the cell. There's a whole lot of scientific stuff here we don't want to get into, but you do it short term and then you drop back down to your maximum fat oxidation rate for about two to four minutes. And that you can sustain for a lot longer than that. And you could do that on a stationary bicycle. You can do that on an elliptical. You can do that uh, walking in your neighborhood. It's the lower heart rate at your maximum fat oxidation rate. Do that two to four minutes. And then you go back up to sustaining 30 to 60 seconds at the higher heart rate. And you you just cycle through that about eight times. Mm -hmm. You can do that in about 30 minutes in the gym. Mm -hmm. And that is the optimal way to exercise because... Uh, aerobically, mm-hmm. because that's where you're literally building the size of the energy factories in your cell to produce more energy. Mm-hmm. And as and as they grow over time, and you can see that, I can see that in the lab we're measuring, if you do that optimal exercising pretty much on a daily basis or at least five times a week aerobically, mm-hmm. uh, within six to 12 months, a noticeable difference in energy output at the cellular level. And that's when you start to feel like, oh my gosh, I, I don't, I'm not dragging like I used to. I've got lots more energy because mm. your energy factories are bigger. Wow. And then with, in the cells, all throughout your cells, how many cells? 200 to 300 trillion cells. And those cells have on average hundreds of mitochondria, energy factories in them. And that all adds up. Mm-hmm. And then if you add to that the weightlifting where you're just building muscle slowly, mm-hmm. that increases the number of energy factories in the cell over time. Now, you told me this the other day. If I'm not going to go to the gym and do the elliptical or the treadmill, if I just want to walk around here because I don't have time to go to the gym, yeah. I could walk briskly three to four minutes, then do a sprint for about 30 seconds. 30 seconds. That's going above your anaerobic threshold for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then drop back down to walking for another two to four minutes and then go to the sprint again. Now, the key though is you don't you start counting your 30 seconds in the sprint once your heart rate gets up to where you're huffing and puffing. Mm-hmm. So you may have to sprint for a minute or so before you get your heart rate up to that point and that's when you start the 30 seconds. That's the high intensity. Okay. But it's not for very long. Yeah. And then you get back down, you stop sprinting, and it may take another minute, minute and a half, two minutes to get your heart rate down to your maximum fat oxidation rate. And that's when you start the two to four minutes again. See what I'm saying? Yes. Very helpful. Well, I really appreciate Dr. Frank. Is there anything we're leaving out here that needs addressed? Yeah. um, They might want to learn more at my website. Oh, yeah. Go go ahead and uh, share what your website is. Yeah. You can go to Holloman Biophysics. Dot com, And Holloman is spelled H-O-L-L-E, echo, as an echo, M-A-N, HollomanBiophysics.com. And you can learn, 
you can learn more by going yeah, there. You, if, if somebody wants, you, you can do uh, like a consultation if someone want you want to customize a plan to help someone get in better health, better shape. Right. I can, I can customize a plan anywhere where that we could just get on zoom over the internet. I just have to get some information ahead of time to calculate some numbers, uh, to give them a plan to eat, to lose weight and get healthier and a plan for exercising. And I can get more accurate by getting them in my lab, but not everybody can come to where I'm located here in the state of Georgia. Uh, so, um, I can, I can do the consultation in good approximation over the internet. Totally. Well, thanks for your help with me, Dr. Frank. My goal is to get rid of my belly and fat and get, get my abs making an appearance. Well, realistically, if I follow your plan, you, you, you know, my current, um, I'm six one. I currently coming in at about two twenty six. Okay, pounds. You 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 see me. You, you know. What yeah, I you're like. you're not overweight much. But, but what you just if need I, to lose I, some belly if fat. If I stick to the diet, and you've seen me throw, you've literally seen me throw away my mashed potato. Like I'm serious. Yeah, you threw away your high carb foods like mashed right. potatoes. But you things explained like that. it to me why. Because but anyway, yeah, it's either here or there. I'm I'm doing the nutritional thing. Like yeah. I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing the exercise thing. Like I'm 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 all in on this. Right. How many weeks or months, and I hope you don't say years, until until my belly fat diminishes and I, my abs truly do make an appearance again? Well, it depends on on your metabolism, and you're a pretty muscular guy, uh, which is to your benefit. So you have a pretty good metabolism as long as your thyroid is healthy, and it, it probably is. Women usually have more trouble with the thyroid than than men, mm-hmm. and you're not. You're you're overweight, but you're not overly overweight. You need to lose maybe twenty pounds, twenty five mm-hmm. pounds, and then your abs will start showing. If you really are strict with the way you're eating, where you cut out the carbs and you're just mm-hmm. getting the carbs from healthy vegetables that are non-starchy, and you're avoiding the inflammatory uh, foods, which are processed foods and and the seed oils mm-hmm. or anything cooked in those seed oils, like which is a lot of the fast food stuff, then. If you're really strict with your diet, you could probably get there in uh, three months or so. Okay. It doesn't really have to take long. Now, you know, if you got a, a sluggish metabolism, which I don't think you do, uh, I'd have to test you. Uh, it might take double that time, six months. But I've, I've seen ladies, for example, lose, I've helped them lose 80 pounds in six months. 80 pounds, that's a lot. Yeah. And they're so thrilled by the results, by learning how to eat right. And I'm not sure they did a whole lot of exercising like a guy would do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so thrilled that when they see me, they hug me because mm-hmm. it's like changed their life. Yeah. Oh, one more follow-up question, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. Um, blackberries and blueberries. What are your, what are your thoughts on those for me? Because I, I, I do uh, have some of those still. Yeah. You're talking about fruit. In mm-hmm. general, fruit usually has lots of vitamins and minerals, but you get those vitamins and minerals and fruit by paying a high price, which is a lot of sugar. Uh, that's what they call a high glycemic food. It raises your blood sugar, which is not what you want to do. You can get those same vitamins and minerals in non-starchy vegetables without the sugar. Mm-hmm. So uh, out of the fruits, there are some that are pretty low glycemic and they're, they're pretty safe. And that is the berries. And that includes blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, and and strawberries. Okay. The, to some extent, strawberries. Well, I, blackberries and blueberries are fine. I won't even. Yeah. But you you give me a green light, I can continue to eat those. Yeah. And you know what you could do is you could put that 
you go to some fancy restaurants and they'll give you a fancy dessert, which includes just berries, fresh berries in a little bowl of heavy cream, not half and half, not milk, but real heavy whipping cream that's not whipped. Mm-hmm. And that's just pure dairy fat mm-hmm. and, and berries and that. That's, that's a pretty exotic dessert mm-hmm. and that's pretty low carb. Okay. Good to know. Well, if you guys want uh, a personal consultation, I know all fair. I'm spoiled, Dr. Frank. I appreciate your friendship and, and everything you do to help me get um, rid of my belly fat and get, get in shape. Um, it, it's great. Um, and, and if you guys want Dr. Frank to help you on your health journey, um, feel free to uh, reach out to him. We'll put your information. Hopefully, Doc, or, uh, Mr. Producer will put it in today's show notes. Okay. So, um, I really appreciate it, Dr. Frank. This has been really helpful. And I know uh, a lot of guys have been asking me and seeing me work out and, you know, take this real serious. And so this has been very helpful. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Dr. Frank. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the price increase letter template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.